Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Footy in Paradise podcast. Welcome to the Footy in Paradise podcast. South Cairns Cutters kickstart their campaign in the Chemist Warehouse Senior Women's Competition with a really strong win over the Central's Trinity Beach Bulldogs. Wolf dives in and there's that siren. Central's Trinity Beach with a goal in the last minute that would have been to Josh Hall. Round one continues Holloway's Beach Sporting Complex. The Cairns City Lions have just unfurled the 2022 Premiership flag. Wellington turns and goes. Not sure what he was thinking there. He probably had more time. Well, he's picked Off it up. the ground, he kicks the goal. Great effort from the skipper, Dylan McConaughey. Puts the Saints in front. He's got Linda Mayer on. This is a big play. Doesn't matter. Saints started brilliantly. Seven goals to one. The Lions challenge. They got out by 20. Great second half comeback from the Saints. Welcome back. Another episode of Footy in Paradise podcast. Once again, I'm joined by Jesse Dreber, my co-host today. How are you, mate? Going well. What a weekend of footy. It was ripping weekend footy. Uh, mate, we'll probably kick off the show by just doing a quick wrap-up of the games. Uh, so I want to start at Hallways. Uh, we had the women's game at 11 o'clock. Saints run over the top of the Lions, who looked like they might have broken the Saints' streak of 39 consecutive games, but not to be. Saints got it done in the fourth quarter. We'll touch on that a bit later. Uh, in the development, uh, dominant performance by the Saints in that one, 27 scoring shots to nine. Uh, so that the final score probably didn't uh, illustrate the, how the game actually went. Uh, 19 behinds for the Saints. So uh, a bit of goal kicking, I'm sure, on Tuesday night. Uh, in the seniors, cracking game. Saints got it done late over the Lions. Again, we'll go into some details shortly. Uh, over at Fretwell Park, uh, in the development, they kicked off the day. Uh, South snuck home past the Dogs in a tight battle there, and that continued into the senior game. Very tight tussle back and forth all day. Uh, South's hitting the hitting the lead with 30 seconds to go. Great mark and goal by Damien Hill in the goal square. Uh, and then Central's just went bang, 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 all the way forward off the centre bounce. Josh Hall takes a good grab and kicks truly uh, to win them the game. Uh, in the women's, uh, Tatiana Finland show. Uh, we'll show some highlights a bit later on, but eight goals for her in a dominant win by uh, the South ladies. Uh, so that's a quick wrap-up, mate. What caught your eye over the weekend? Uh, look, to me, it was, it, firstly, it was great again to get out and about, uh, experience, obviously, the footy with, with a number of teams having their first hit out for the season. Uh, I think it was really interesting that the different game styles across the, the games that I saw. I think, obviously, that the Saints and Lions senior men's game, just massive momentum shifts back and forward. Saints jumped out of the box, thought, okay, well, they're actually quite comfortable here, but the Lions really hit back hard across the second and third quarters, and then... Again, you're thinking, okay, well, the Lions have probably got control of the game here. History showed them that they'd come home with it, but the Saints really rebounded strongly in that last quarter. Uh, and then over at Fretwell Park, it was quite the opposite. So uh, the Cutters and uh, and the Dogs, not much separated the team all day. They were kind of within a couple of goals of each other all day. Uh, and again, that, that came down to the wire. So that was in the men's side. Uh, in the women's, a really impressive game early on in the day. Um, 
pretty similar. Again, the Saints came out really strongly. Lions hit back. It looked like the streak was under under threat. Uh, the Saints class, though, uh, some of their, their key leaders really stood up strong in that last quarter to get them over the line. Uh, and then as you touched on the Tatiana Finland show in, in the Cutters Twilight win, uh, really, really amazing performance and, and something else we'll touch on a little bit later. Yeah, for me, it was the experienced heads across all the games that sort of got their teams home. Uh, you know, your Dylan McConaughey, your Liam Hepworth, your Kate Wellington. These blocks really stood up in that last quarter when, you know, the going was tough and they just got the ball forward. Liam Hepworth had some great moments. So it was just a bump here or a tackle there that got, got possession for the Saints, got them going. And uh, Dylan McConaughey kicked that fantastic goal, the, the go-ahead goal in the final quarter. And he just really led by example. Example. And I think again at Fretwell Park, you know, James Boyd, very experienced head, had uh, 49 touches. Um, like Cayman Ogilvy, has been around for a while, just, you know, great footy player and just getting it, gets it done week in, week out, very reliable. So uh, I think for me, it was the leaders that really stood up in those key moments and, and got their teams over the line. Yeah, absolutely. And, and look, when we talk about key leaders, we, we touched on uh, the Cairns Saints women winning again. Um, that was our feature match of the round and, and it was obviously one that kicked off to Saturday. We caught up with Kate Whedon afterwards. She was one that that probably did really stand up in that last quarter when, when that bit of leadership was needed. Uh, so we had a chat with Kate. Um, really proud of both teams. I thought it was such a good game, such a good opening round. I think um, everyone sort of, yeah, came into the way we finished the end of the season with the grand final and yeah, it was a, it was a great game, I think, by both teams. I think all the girls just pulled together. We went back to basics. Um, I think there's, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of depth in the team and like everyone just, yeah, stepped up and played their bit. Yeah, great to hear from an experienced player there, uh, you know, really leading this you know, new look side for the Saints and keeping that streak alive. Uh, mate, another player we want to talk about, spend a bit of time on is Tatiana Finland. We were uh, lucky enough to call that game uh, and just watch her put on an absolute show. It was a masterclass uh, across all four quarters, kicked eight goals, three uh, highlights package that could go for about 20 minutes. Here's the Matthews, time and space, looking to run. Takes a bounce. A second bounce, who still keeps going. Great run, Lisa Matthews here. Dribbles, 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 out the back. And it's a goal. South Cairns cutters, Tatiana Finland, third time lucky. Fantastic run down the wing here by Issa Matthews. Set up the play with three bounces. Tatiana Finland again, going for a four-shotter goal. Kicks her second. That is a Cairns Total Physio Goal of the Year contender. Bounces it through. She has been dynamite early in this contest. Support from all the girls. It's fantastic to play with them again. First game back. There she is again. Tatiana Finland turns inside and snaps it up. Fantastic goal, GC is dynamite. I think she's had three Cairns Total Physio Goal of the Day contenders today and I don't know which one's better than the other. She's, she's been a class above tonight. Another great player in our competition, team of the year as well. Issues again, surely not. She's bended around the corner. Oh, that is a cracking goal. That for me, Jesse. I know we've said it before. One, two, three, that is the fourth. Cairns Total Physio Goal of the day, goal of the week, goal of the year, contender for sure. Probably playing in the AFLW maybe when I'm older. That's what I want to work on. Seeing South Cairns cutters in the men. I'm going to have to stop you there. <laughs> if Fiddler kicks this, that is absolutely outstanding. 
I cannot separate her five goals today. She has been an absolute superstar. I, there's, there's not much more we can say after this performance. I think we've plenty of superlatives, but she is absolutely a player to watch in season 23, 2023. Coach Lance will be extremely happy with that. They're looking for that lady again. Finland fumbles, gets back to her feet in a heartbeat. Beats around a few, takes a bounce, throws on the boot. Is this coming around as well? You've got to be kidding me. That is six of the best from Tatiana Finland right on the siren. What a performance. Yeah, absolutely. From that highlights package, you can hear we... Look, look, we probably kept on saying, oh, that's the goal of the day, or that's the goal of the day, that's the goal of the day. Obviously, Cairns total physio goal of, of the round nominee. That She probably had six or seven of those that, that all could have been considered worthy. And uh, we said in, in commentary that the game was quite physical. Uh, there were moments where I think the cutters really took that run and carry, but whenever the ball came in, in Tayana's space, she just looked like kicking a goal every time. She looked like taking the game on. And um, it was really exciting to see a young player just really showing class on, on the big stage, um, obviously in, in the women's competition. Yeah, it certainly was. And I know I spoke to coach Lance Henderson after the game, had some great comments to say about her. She's just a young superstar. Uh, you know, she's been down on the coast, I'm pretty sure, all this week, playing footy down there for the Gold Coast Suns Academy. And um, all she wanted to do was get back and play with her friends and play club footy. And she performed tonight, definitely. Uh, something we mentioned last week, uh, which is our Tribal uh, Sport MVP Award this year. So we got the men's and the women's. Uh, we're going to give 54321 uh, votes each week uh, in both categories and uh, obviously pre present the award at the end of the year. So I'll, I'll kick us off, mate. Uh, pretty tough, only picking five players across three games. Uh, obviously, we're going to include the Port North one in the complete round one. So for me, one vote went to Daniel Jackson uh, in a losing North Cairns side. Uh, it was clearly best on for them. Uh, had 31 touches, 16 contested, seven clearances. Uh, just worked his ass off all day. Uh, two votes go to Cayman Ogilvy uh, Centrals, uh, like I mentioned earlier, just uh, continued to rack them up. 39 touches, nine inside 50s, kicked two goals. Very damaging when he hits the scoreboard. Uh, quite underrated player for mine across the competition the last couple of years. Uh, James Boyd, probably a bit stiff here, only gets three votes when he had 49 touches, uh, 20 uh, contested possessions, nine clearances, 14 inside 50s, uh, and kicked a goal himself as well. Uh, but my fourth and fifth, this is, I'm really focusing on, on game winners here. So four votes to Dylan McConaughey. Uh, I mentioned him earlier, 27 disposals, but went 78% in a, in a hot game. Um, so that's quite impressive. 14 uh, contested and, and kicked that goal, uh, which won them the game. Uh, but five votes go to Sam Fairclough from Port. Uh, I, we didn't speak too much about him last week. Uh, but he had 24 touches, 20 of which were contested and went at 79%. He had 10 clearances and four inside 50s. But when the going was really tough in that game, they needed someone to step up. He was the one that really took it took it by the, the horns and, and really led his side into that third quarter where they started to dominate the game a bit more and then ran away with it in the fourth. So for me, he was the turning point for Port to get him on top. And that's why he's got my five votes uh, for the Tribal Sport MVP. How about you with the women, mate? Yeah, look, again, it, it was tough across the two different games, very different games. Uh, I started off my one where it went to Brittany Glidden from the Kansas State's two goals. Uh, again, quite damaging. It was one of those games where 
when they needed to take the opportunities forward, those that did were, were obviously able to separate the two sides. And the Saints, given it was a close game, those two goals are uh, really, really important in the contest. Uh, one that stood out to me, not so much from, from the stat side of things, but I think it's something we talked about across the calls, was, again, that ability to actually run and carry, take the game on, break the lines. Um, literally in that contest, it, it was the difference at, at different times. And I thought Georgie Murphy was was fantastic with her run and carry, really an eye-catching performance to me. And quite similarly, my three votes uh, from the weekend was um, Issa Matthews from uh, from the Cutters. Again, whilst Tatiana obviously was the one that, that in the limelight of the game, Issa set her up quite a few times, especially down the wing. Uh, she had one moment, I think three or four bounces down the wing in front of us that set up a goal forward, but um, really a, a great a player and ability to take the game on. Uh, four votes for me uh, in a losing performance, but again, especially across that second and third uh, second and third quarter, uh, Amelia Martin from the Cairns City Lions, that they actually took control of the game that second and third quarter and really put the Saints under under pressure. And she was, I guess, at that point looking like she could have been the match winner, um, but no surprises with our five votes. Um, eight goals, Tatiana Finland. Uh, we, we've included her highlights package, but... Um, yeah, a class above in that performance on that night and some incredible goals. So they were my five, four, three, two, ones in the Trouble Sport MVP from the women's on the weekend. Great stuff, mate. Uh, plenty to look forward to in coming weeks. Some big names there. See how they back it up in round two. Uh, moving into a new segment now, the Sun Lover Stats. Uh, so we'll probably take turns on this. So I'm going to grip it up first week, mate. Uh, we're just looking for a, you know, an impressive stat that um, caught my eye over the weekend. Uh, so this one for me, it, it's really about trying to identify early game style for each of the teams and how they're going to play. Uh, and the one that I'm looking at is, is pressure. And, and the stat I've pulled out is the tackles. So North Cairns Tigers and the men's seniors against Port had 65 tackles in that game. Centrals, on the other hand, had 17 against South Cairns. There's quite a significant difference there. For context, the other teams range sort of between 28 and 49 tackles. So you can see sort of North Cairns are basing their game, you know, on high pressure, physical contests, whereas Centrals are, are happy to have that low tackle count. Obviously, Centrals had the win, Norths didn't. So not saying it's right or wrong, but it's a good indication as to how the teams are going to set up that and their game styles early in the season. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's, a, it's a really interesting one for us, I think, to see where the clubs sit as well. Obviously, the, the more weeks we get into the season, we start to get more of that indicator of, okay, well, was this a one-off performance where the, the, the game has kind of led to that kind of I guess, statistic or that kind of trend, or is this actually something that, that we can really identify as part of this is the club's, I guess, hallmark of what they're going to be known for this year. So, um, yeah, it's a really good one to call out, and I think it'll be interesting to watch over the next couple of weeks which clubs across different areas kind of um, excel in certain statistical categories. Too easy, mate. Uh, the next aspect of this podcast, we want to actually get away from us talking yep. so much and uh, give the clubs an opportunity to have their say and, and contribute a little bit. So this week... Uh, mate, we've got uh, Wayne Seacom, head coach of Nanda Hawks. Yeah, look, it was it was great for a few of us here in the office to, to head along to the Nanda Hawks season launch on Saturday night. A great initiative by the club to, to really get everyone together from uh, the senior men's, the women's and the junior program and, and give everyone their chance to actually um, to share what's been going on in their element of the club. And and actually something that, that, that Wayne, and, and you'll hear in, in his comments here, something that he's really strong about is actually bringing the club together again and, and setting itself up for the next 40 years and actually bringing back that Hawk family. So, um, yeah, great to chat with Wayne, great to hear his messaging on the night uh, and, and hear something he had to say uh, when I caught up to him uh, post the, the evening. 
So Wayne, down at the season launch of the club for 2023, I guess the main purpose of the night and what you're really trying to do to set up the club for this year? Yeah, the main goal is to try and get people at the football club, men, women, and as we've heard from our junior president as well, all come together um, because it's obviously something that we haven't done well in the past. And to be able to have a big function like this to start our season, um, to get everyone together, to talk about where we've been, um, where we want to get to, um, and to have over 110 people here, our men and women's team, um, is, is super important for our club. and gives us a chance to re-establish the football club and start fresh and take it to wherever we want to take it. So yeah, look, as, as you can hear from Wayne, it was he's really, really passionate and it's something that, that we've really seen about um, really setting the club up in a really strong position, bringing back the ex-players, bringing back the ex-committee members, uh, bringing back the sponsors and really making sure they feel valued. So fantastic to hear and, and it is something that we want to really shine a light on throughout the season is clubs and the work that they're doing in different spaces. It's been a long pre-season with the Hawks, with the split first round and them having the bye. Uh, so I'm sure they're, they're championing the bit to get going in round two uh, here at Kazali Stadium against Port uh, this weekend. Uh, made the final bit, we just want to quickly talk about rep team nominations are out. Uh, exciting time of the year. I know it's still early, but we've announced the rep team coaches, the All-Stars and Indigenous South Pacific men and women. Uh, so the game will be held at the 26th of May. It's a Friday night under lights at Kazali's. Uh, so we've got uh, player nominations are now open. So all club coaches, uh, club representatives can send in player nominations for any side. Uh, I'll collate those. We'll get to the coaches, uh, get squads announced in the next couple of weeks. So uh, if anyone's keen to play representative football, I'm sure you let your club coach know and then they'll pass their name on and uh, we'll see how we go. Yeah, I've seen a few of the coaches, obviously, once we announced them last week, we see them around the footy and, and they're, they're doing a bit of work, already looking at, at some of the, the players potentially eligible and, and trying to, to get a really good read on the league. So it is really exciting uh, this time of year and we're really looking forward to seeing the kind of players that, that are going to be part of these squads going forward. And if anyone's keen to play a North Queensland footy, then selection in our All-Stars or ISP team goes a long way towards um, getting a foot in the door for NQ as well. So uh, I know NQ coaches will be really keeping a close eye on those selections for the All-Stars ISP game um, and how they perform and the players commitment to that um, leading into the NQ a bit later in the year. Uh, all right, I think that's a wrap, mate. Uh, another great episode. Thank you for joining me. Uh, we'll be back later in the week to preview round two. Thanks, Benny. This podcast series will take our listeners through the latest news, results, stats, and exciting matchups across the AFL Cairns competitions. This podcast contains the thoughts and opinions of our presenters and isn't necessarily represented across the organisation.